Does time management work? What does that actually even mean to you? See, everyone wants to manage their time better. Everyone wants to be more productive, to get more done, to do more on their day-to-day journeys. And we all sort of turn to time management, the skill of time management as the tool to accomplish that. But does it even work? When was the last time you stopped and asked yourself that? I'm not sure. I'm not sure when the last time I asked myself that was before this episode. And what is interesting, what I found in the research for this episode, is that time management actually is the complete wrong strategy. And in fact, there's something that is far better and far more effective to producing something of value and producing more on a day-to-day basis. And that's what I want to talk about in this episode. So get excited because this is Tiny Leaps. Big change. Everyone wants to be productive, but what does that even mean? Seriously, what does productivity even mean? How do we measure productivity? What does it look like? What does it not look like? Is productivity only important when you're trying to uh, create work for your job? Or is productivity also important in our personal lives? And perhaps most importantly, how does one achieve productivity? We've been fed over and over again from multiple books, multiple apps, multiple tools and resources that being productive is the holy grail. And in theory, it sounds really nice, especially if you're excited about something. Who wouldn't want to sit down and accomplish as much as possible? It would be amazing if we could all perform every single day and do the things we want to do every single day without fail as if we were some kind of machine. But as you know, and I know you know this, we aren't machines, at least not yet, maybe one day. But right now, we are fleshy, squishy human beings full of all the flaws that come with that. And given those faults, given the limitations of being human beings, Unlimited productivity is really just not possible. It's a pipe dream. And in fact, I would even say, based on the research that I've read, or at least my understanding of the research that I've read, living with an endless pursuit of productivity might actually be leading to more depression and more uh, frustration and disappointment than we realize. Because as the science has shown us, when people expect something, when people are working towards something with the expectation that they're going to hit this particular target and they miss, their dopamine levels drop significantly below whatever their baseline was. And that matters. That leads to feelings of disappointment. That leads to feelings of frustration and annoyance and depression. And sometimes that can lead to stopping the action altogether to just not trying again because you don't want to feel the pain of that miss. One of the most often used tools 
to pursue productivity in this like very weirdly viewed way of living our lives is this idea of time management. And the concept is pretty simple. It's about getting as much done in the time you have as you can. It's about squeezing as much productivity out of the time that you are spending as you can. And there have been a number of tools designed specifically to help with this practice. I've talked about many of them here on the podcast. The idea of the Pomodoro Technique. It's a simple system designed to chunk your time down into 25-minute work sprints followed by five-minute breaks, and then you repeat that a few times, and then finally you take a longer break. And then, of course, there's also time blocking, something else I've talked about on this podcast, where you take the tasks that you have that are similar and you block them into specific windows throughout the day. Both of these are time management strategies that work, but I'd actually like to argue that they work not because they're time management strategies, but despite it. And my viewpoint here is very straightforward. Time management doesn't work. We've seen this over and over and over again. The sheer number of potential solutions to managing our time proves that no solution has actually been found. But something does work, and that is energy management. Now, what I'd like to argue is that tools like the Pomodoro Technique, tools like time blocking, They work because they are actually about managing energy more so than about managing time. And here's what I mean. When you are practicing the Pomodoro Technique, again, just to repeat how it works, you work for 25 minutes, then you take a five-minute break. You do that five times, and then you take a longer break. What this ultimately does is build in your rest periods. It gives you a dedicated period of time for rest, for relaxation, and for recouping the energy that you just spent in your last 25-minute block. In addition to that, it breaks up your workspace into 25-minute chunks, allowing you to expend the maximum amount of energy in this sprint prior to needing to take a rest. In other words, it's about managing your energy throughout your work period rather than about managing the time that exists in that work period. And similarly, time blocking is actually about energy management as well. There is an enormous amount of energy lost when you are task switching, whether that is switching between two tasks that are similar or switching tasks that are different, and they call this context switching. There's an enormous amount of energy spent reorganizing the way you're thinking and the way your brain is currently working and what it's focusing on to focus on that new thing. Time blocking, while it does say time in the name, is actually about grouping activities together and giving it space so that, one, you spend less time and energy switching between contexts, thus leaving yourself with more energy to focus on the actual task at hand, but also it allows you to spend less energy worrying about when something will get done because it's blocked off on the calendar. With both of these strategies, the goal is actually not about managing time. It's actually 
about managing energy. It's about maximizing your work to the energy that you have and allowing yourself to get the most energy out of your work session. And this leads us to what I believe is the secret to being more productive. And shockingly enough, it's actually about resting more. It's about taking time to relax, taking time to rest and not trying to push so hard. When you approach your work from a time management perspective, your job becomes to maximize the amount of output you gain from the time that you have. This incentivizes you to just check things off. And so you often end up just doing smaller, less important tasks so that at the end of your session, you can look back and say, I checked off 25 things as opposed to an energy management view, which is focused on how much can you get done with the energy that you have in the specific amount of time that you have. Now, this view produces different results. It allows you to focus less on how many boxes you've checked off and more on how well you conserved your energy, how well you were able to work on things without expending energy. And ultimately, that's going to lead to getting more done. But more importantly than that, it's going to lead to you getting more important things done. Because rather than worrying about checking off as many small things as possible, now you're working in such a way that you are prioritizing the highest value tasks so that you can get those done before you run out of the energy required to do them. That's the difference and that's the shift between a time management view and an energy management view. And the secret to being more productive is simply to focus on how you manage your energy and, of course, how time interacts with that energy. For example, 11 a.m. during the day might be a very different work experience for you than it is for me. And similarly, 2 a.m. might be a very different work experience for you than it is for me. We also need to understand when our energies make the most sense to work. And not only that, but when our energies make the most sense to work on specific things. I know that I'm far better at tasks like writing code later in the day, and I'm much better at content earlier in the day. And so structuring my day in such a way that I am focused on content in the morning and focused on code later on allows me to get the most out of my energy rather than worrying about the most being done out of my time. If I were looking at things from a time management perspective, I might try to do both my content and my coding within the same two hour block. And ultimately, that's going to lead to me not getting much of anything done on either side. So that's the secret. That's what I think we need to be focused on going forward. And I hope that that is helpful. I hope that that's something that you can apply into your own life. But I have a challenge for you. And this is going to be an interesting one. What I want you to do, if you're listening to this episode in audio, I want you to find the YouTube. Just head over to tlbc.co slash YouTube. You can watch this full episode as well as future episodes. Uh, but find the YouTube and leave a comment. Here's the question. What is one thing you can do to better manage your energy? Leave a comment 
down in the the uh, comment section of the YouTube video and let me know. That's the challenge for you to figure out what that thing is and try it. And then once you try it, leave another comment. Let us know how it went. If you're listening in audio, find the YouTube and leave the comment. If you're watching on YouTube right now, definitely leave a comment. And of course, click subscribe if you haven't already. So thank you so much for being here. I've been Greg Clunas. And remember that mistakes are not final. Failure is a requirement. And all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day.